Hello, friends. Today, not one challenge, but three. One individual challenge each. What? What is going on here? Nathan Kenny, I want you to research Travis Barker. Tom Adams, I want you to research uh... Tom DeLong. And Jinjul, I want you to research Mark Hoppus. Today, we are doing Blink 181. Oh, I'm sorry. Tom, <laughs> come on. Uh, you have 30 minutes. Get the heck out of here. Uh, Red fact, Hello there. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> we are talking about my one of my favorite bands, Blink-182, today. I challenged my three wonderful friends. Nathan Kenny, he's doing Travis Barker. Tom Adams, he's doing Tom DeLong. Jennifer Jewell, she's doing Mark Hoppus. We're talking Blink. They're just about to perform a worldwide tour. <laughs> I'm going to see it in two places. I'm very excited about it. But That's today, very extra of you. Oh, no. I'm a, I thought I'm I was a, doing Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> I'm a huge oh. fan. Let's get into it. And let's start off with a little person I like to call Jennifer Jewell. So, Mark Hoppus. Uh, you may know that he was born on March the 15th, 1972. I did know that. Uh, and therefore, he is probably possessed by the soul of Gian Giacomo Feltrinelli, um, because that's the day that this man was found dead. Oh, my god! When I looked into this guy, I <laughs> had to tell you guys about him because he is amazing. <laughs> so he was a communist, an advocate of guerrilla warfare, and a multimillionaire. What? Yep. A communist multimillionaire. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he was born into one of Italy's wealthiest families and they were super well connected. So when he was 12, his mum got Benito Mussolini to make the king make uh, Gian Giacomo, who again was who was 12 at this point. He got the and king the to make him Marchese di Gargano. I'm probably pronouncing that totally wrong. No, you nailed um, but it. Gar Gargano was where they lived. So he was made the Marquis of this place by the king when he was 12 because his mum twisted Mussolini's arm. Um, <laughs> and then during the Second World War, the family left their family home so that Mussolini could move in. So Whoa. they were like connected. Um, unfortunately, and I am going to, uh, this is a blame it on my youth moment, if I can have a bonus point for the Blink-182 yeah, song that's reference. That's very good. And a new um, one as well. Baby Gian Giacomo started chatting to the help uh, when he was like rattling around this mansion with all of his crazy monarchist mum hanging out trying to make him a duke um, and decided that capitalism sucked and he hated it and he became a massive communist. Whoa. So during the Second World War, while his mum was moving the family out of their home so that Mussolini could move in, he joined the Italian Communist Party and fought Mussolini's regime. Whoa! He, yeah, Whoa. after the war, he set up a communist library, was forced out of owning a bank by the Vatican, uh, and became the first person to translate and publish Dr. Zhivago in the West after a copy oh. of it was smuggled out of the Soviet Union in the late 50s. But then yeah. he died in 1972 at the age of 45 under mysterious circumstances, possibly whilst engaged in a sabotage operation <gasps> designed to plunge Milan into a blackout by exploding a power pylon. Wow, wait. This dude was like amazing. He was so cool. 
And then he died the same day that Mark Hoppus, well, he may have died the night before. He was found on the morning of the 15th, which is when Mark Hoppus was born. It also takes some time for ghosts to travel as well. It's not instantaneous. That's true, and it had to go from Italy to America. That's a long way for a ghost. Could could have caught the Concord. two hours before you go through it. It wouldn't be hard to twist Mussolini's arm because he just sort of hit it out there all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I've written that his name is Jam Jar Como because I don't know what he's (laughs) (laughs) Thomas Adams, please. A fact about Tom DeLonge. Aliens exist. According to Tom DeLonge. I love that your fact was just a straight song title as well. I mean, it's too perfect, partly because I assume the reason why the song was written was because Tom DeLonge is an absolute UFO buff. He is in love with UFOs. Um, he's been in love with them for his, pretty much his entire life. Um, there are, while he, he left Blink-182 probably to like spend more time with his family, he also did it probably to spend more time with his aliens. Um, yep. Because... When he left, he founded the To The Stars Academy of Arts and uh, Sciences, a, a organization dedicated to exploring space in the, uh, in the paranormal. Um, he, was, uh, he was decided, uh, so he was the UFO researcher of the year in 2017 by UFO hunting organization Open Minds. Uh, yeah. He's got absolutely bonkers about like all the um, released kind of UFO footage. Uh, he got a meeting with um, uh, John Podesta, uh, of the Obama administration. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't quite happen, but there is uh, evidence of an Outlook uh, Outlook invitation with an accepted on it from John Podesta and DeLong about what we can only assume is aliens. Um, he loves aliens. He loves aliens so much, he's uh, potentially willing to go into debt for aliens, uh, damn it. So it's about 37.4 million deficit. Hey, um, uh, so yeah, his... This to the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences um, in 2018 had a $37 million deficit. Wow. But they might be fine, and I'll tell you why later. Oh, I've got, I've got an idea of why it'll be fine. We've, ne- we've never had a cliffhanger fact before. Oh, exciting. To be continued. Oh. It's Travis Barker time with Nathan Kenny, please. Before Travis Barker was in Blink-182, he was in this amazing band that should be more famous um, called The Aquabats, which yes! is, it's just bizarre. Like, um, <laughs> so they style themselves as superheroes who fight crime and they all dress up in unitards and um, <laughs> run around <laughs> California. They've got amazing names. So like the MC Jimmy the Robot, Travis Barker was called the Baron Von Tito. Um, They incorporate, so they still exist, they're still running. Um, uh, Recently they had a uh, Kickstarter and they've created some new episodes. So they've been on TV multiple independent times (laughs) and now there's a YouTube show funded by this Kickstarter with lots of new music and all that sort of thing. But they incorporate fight scenes. They it's just bizarre and amazing. And <laughs> you should go and look them up. And the music's incredible too. Um, particularly if you get their stuff from like the late nineties. Um, bef- yeah. Friday was pizza day, the best day of the week. And and oh, down like- here in Otago, they've called the um the minivan that goes around um schools with like stuff from the Marine Studies Center. They've called that the Aquabus. Oh, which is a bit oh. of a reference and um yeah. is it so. is it though 
Because I know the people who run the Marine Center, and they don't strike me as Blink-22 fans. No, the Aquabats fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aquabats. Very good. Aquabats as well, you guys. Aquabats. Not Aquabats. 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 It's Aquabats. You know the show Yo Gabba Gabba? That's yeah. made. Yeah. That's made by the guy from but- the Aquabats. Oh. I want to hear another fact about the one and only Tom DeLong from the one and only Tom DeLong Adams. DeLong Adams. So Blinks, which they were called Blink initially, the 182 came later. Uh, in fact, just a quick side fact, the original name was Duct Tape and Figure 8 uh, until DeLong chose it to be called Blink. Uh, and then 182 came a little bit later. But um, when it was Blink, um, <clears throat> they tried to get their performances kind of circulated around uh, San Diego. And uh, DeLong tried to pretend that the band was all about getting kids to dump weed. Uh, so he uh, would call up schools until it was a strong anti-drug messaging band to get them to play at school halls and dump weed is one of their favorite one of their big songs <laughs> i hope so because that was the reference that i threw in there yeah uh, yeah and no, i so say he would just call around like telling people that we are they were like, like a really good upstanding moralistic band uh and turned out to be the creators of what's my age again um don't we Guys, I'm beginning to get the impression that Sam knows a bit more about this than we thought. Sorry, I got distracted by by one of my favourite bands, Nathan Kenny. Another Travis Barker fact, please. Um, so it's funny that there's a Blink One Eight Two song called "Stay Together for the Kids" because Travis Barker hasn't been very good at that. Um, so he has been married a few times. Uh, once for only a couple of months then he so he was in a tv show actually with his second wife who was called Shannon Mokler who is a former Miss USA and a former playboy playmate play play girl of the month play playmate of the month whatever I I don't know about these things um <laughs> so they had two kids together Alabama and Landon um but they're Thanks. no longer together and now uh so now Travis Barker is with Courtney Kardashian. So I could have called this uh, Aliens Exist again. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, they were actually in a TV show together. So him, his now ex-wife, Shana, and the two kids were in a relatively uh, high-rating MTV TV show over a couple of seasons um, called Meet the Barkers. But uh, they didn't stay together. I think that might be the case because um, Stay Together for the Kids was written by, I believe, Mark Hoppus. If Who only knows, that led conveniently into a fact that Jen had prepared. Oh, how convenient. Did any of you guys ever watch Meet the Barkers? No. No. Me neither. Oh, but oh, I subsidiary fact. Their, so their wedding was Nightmare Before uh, Nightmare Before Christmas themed. That's so, awesome. Um, That's so perfectly emo kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I miss you? Yeah. We could live like Jack and Sally if we want. Ah. That could be that. I think that was a Nightmare Before Christmas vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have Halloween on Christmas and when in the night we'll wish this never ends. Wish this never ends. And I believe that Mark Hoppus's son is called Jack. I didn't even find out about his son and he was my, my <laughs> topic. A fact about Mark Hoppus from Jen Jewel, please. Uh, well, keeping with the theme of uh, parental disharmony disrupting a family, um, my fact is entitled Long Lost Feeling because I'm bored of trying to work the song titles in organically. Uh, <laughs> Mark Hoppus's parents split up when he was eight and he and his sister Anne spent a couple of years shuttling between his mum and his dad 
um, until his dad gave up his job, which was designing bombs and missiles for the town's Navy testing center. Cool. And they did that weird thing that parents sometimes do where they're like, oh, well, we have a boy and a girl, so I guess dad takes the boy and mum takes the girl. And they just split the kids up. And they moved, the dad moved out to, oh, I think California, but I didn't write that one down. And um, Mark didn't really reconnect with his sister until he was 20, so like 10 years Mm. later, at which point he told her he was really keen to start a band. And she said, there's this new kid at my high school called Tom DeLong. You should hook up with him. And then they did. And then they started making music and then they became Blink-182, which was really exciting. And, um, but most importantly, he reconnected with his sister. They became really close and she went on tours with the band. And in 2001, penned the uh, really touching memoir, Blink-182, Tales from Beneath Your Mom. Yes. They've got such great titles for things, don't they? Take off your (laughs) pants and jacket. Tales from Beneath Your Mom. Can I just pause everyone for a second here? I'm absolutely loving this. This is great. (laughs) This is the best episode of the show we've ever done. Also, (laughs) I was trying really hard to find other people called Mark Coppice, but surprisingly, there isn't anyone called Mark Coppice. And then I looked into his family more, and his great-grandparents were called Aaron, boring, fine, and Lempi Audenmar. And they were Finnish immigrants. Isn't that cool? I tried to learn all the languages in Europe, but uh, I didn't finish. I don't get it. First person to laugh at that will win. (laughs) Tom, you got this. (laughs) Tom, you pansy. (laughs) And on this note, it's time for another (laughs) Travis Barker fact from Nathan Kenny, please. Oh, 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 oh. It's funny that Blink-182 had a song called Down because uh, uh, Travis Barker in 2008 was in a plane crash. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And um, I'm not sure whether that was going through his head at the time. but uh, so, yeah, this plane that he was in, a Learjet, uh, was taking off. The tires popped, may have been overfilled. Um, the pilot, instead of taking off and then slowly landing, decided to sort of half ass it and couldn't decide whether he was going to take off or not. Um, ended up going through the end of the runway, uh, across a motorway, and into a sort of hilly thing. And four out of the six people on board died. Um, Travis Barker was uh, gravely injured, but survived. So Jesus, yeah, Holy shit. Um, yeah. yeah, he got so. horrible. And you keep in a plane accident, but for some reason, I thought it was like the plane gently taxied to a stop, and then they all got smoke inhalation or something. Yeah, I no, didn't realize no. four people died. Because of that, he doesn't fly. Um, oh, he didn't fly like... for thirteen years until yeah. Courtney Kardashian came along, and now. Yeah. A bit more onto it, which I guess is good because New Zealand tour. That's right. Uh, I, I saw Blink Night Two because Kardashians. <laughs> I saw Blink Night Two play in Adelaide at Soundwave, and I believe 2014. And yeah, Travis Barker didn't fly with the band. Um, it was Mark Tom and Brooks Wackerman, who is a he's one of the best drummers in the world, and his name's Wackerman. It's so good. He's played with Avenged Sevenfold, Sevenfold, and a bunch of other bands, and he's great as well. But in my mind, I think Travis Barker is better. And who's going to disagree with me? I'm the fact controller. Oh. Jennifer Jewell, a fact about Marcus Hoppus, this, please. This. Uh, well, as we all know, Blink One Eight Two has strong uh, literary. Uh, backgrounds to their songs like Romeo and Rebecca, uh, the famous sequel that never was to Romeo and Juliet. Um, But Mark Hoppus uh, has a lot of literary side projects. Um, So he started a clothing company called Atticus Clothing, 
um, which was the name comes from both To Kill a Mockingbird, obviously the dad in that is Atticus Finch, um, and then the Boy. other connection is apparently it refers back to Herodes Atticus, a Greek rhetorician who spent his fortune supporting music and the arts, which is pretty cute. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, so he started this with Tom DeLong, um, along with another um, like literary reference uh, brand, which is Macbeth Footwear. Um, which is a footwear apparel and accessories brand founded in 2002 to sell vegan and organic products but it oh. mostly sells into indonesia malaysia and the philippines which is why you've probably never heard of it yeah um, neither of and those he, things. <laughs> <laughs> he also uh, started a clothing line um based on the seminal literary work uh, slim shady <laughs> uh because it's called hi my name is mark oh yeah did you guys hear what you said seminal? That's funny. That's comedy. <laughs> it doesn't just mean pertaining to semen. Uh, I really want to. But he's actually, he's sold out of all of the businesses he owns with Tom DeLong. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of a rough. What a sellout. Yeah. Oh, Kenny, that's a real big fish song as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know me well, you guys. Oh, we're getting close to um, having a word from our sponsor, but there's just enough time for a, for a fact from Tom Adams about Tom DeLong, please. Uh, let me tell you what Tom DeLong and his lovely wife were dancing up all night to on their oh. wedding night. Up all night's uh, the name of a, a Blink-182 song. Um, so they got married. Um, they, Jennifer Jenkins um, was uh, DeLong's first wife. Um, yeah, <laughs> another double banger. Jennifer J as well. Yeah, Jennifer J. But not with a Y, which is very disappointing. Um, That's because Jim can't married. spell. And my dad can't sure. spell and he's dead, so rude. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn, Sam. <laughs> All right. So they got married May 26, 2001, which is very good. You know, quite quite a bit before 9-11. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> good, good yeah, they question. scheduled it to get in there just That's before. Great planning. Um, and they got married in San Diego, and it was very lovely. And the band that played. San Diego was the name of a Blink 182 song as well. Uh, and the band that played at their wedding is none other than Jimmy Eat World. Whoa. That's cute. Hey. Isn't that cute? Don't let yourself Right, so some time. I don't know the words. Wow, I didn't know that. Jimmy Eat World. They're great. Yeah, sadly, it wasn't. It wasn't in the middle of their relationship because they broke up uh, eventually. Yeah, uh, Jennifer Jenkins was uh, all the small things was written about her, and he pinched her um, in the music video to all the small things, while uh, Mark Hoppus got waxed in the background. Also, saying "damn it." <laughs> oh, that's another song as well. Yeah. Um, it was so funny when Tom DeLonge left the band and Matt Skiba came in. Matt Skiba was there playing the song that. Tom DeLonge had written for his wife. <laughs> it's not quite as awkward as ABBA writing a breakup song about two members of the band who then play and sing the song to each other on stage. <laughs> the winner so, thank you. it all. ABBA. ABBA. ABBA? A-B-B-A. We did A-C-A-D. A-C-A-D. ACAD. A-C-A-B. ACAB. What the fuck are you talking about? All cats are beautiful. Everyone knows this. It's just oh, a universal truth. I didn't know that. Cats are beautiful, but that was weird. Mm -hmm. Guys, I think we'd better do a message from our sponsor, so let's do it. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's a bird. We were right the first time. <laughs> this week's sponsor is Seagull Meat. 
do you like chicken but wish it had more more sand in it then you need seagull meat do you like chicken wings but wish they were seagull wings you need seagull meat do you like meat from birds but wish it had notes of the salty polluted atlantic ocean then you need seagull meat seagulls they're the bird that hangs down by the beach like an instagram model or a drug dealer so get some seagull meat today and if you enter the code seagullbonus69 you can get 420 percent off your next purchase at the mad butcher yes that's right he's actually gone mad now screw beef screw lamb it's all seagull meat from here on out seagull meat get some in your beak today and now back to the hunt Jen, time for some more Mark Hopper specs, please. Uh, well, I thought I would tell you a really fun story about how on June 23rd, 2021, Mark Hoppus was probably up all night because he accidentally tweeted, oh, sorry, Instagrammed a picture of himself undergoing chemotherapy, which he hadn't told anyone he was doing. Presumably he told his family and close friends, but he hadn't made it public. Um, wow. He... A couple of weeks later, came out and did a public statement saying he that came he out. Had, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, saying he had stage four diffuse large B cell lymphoma, which sounds really fucking scary and serious. Mm -hmm. um, but then in the end of September, he declared he was cancer free and just needed to be screened every six months, which is awesome and congratulations. But that does mean that the announcement of his cancer freeness. Um, happened on the saint day of Charles of Bois-Châtillon, the Duke of Brittany, who was a pious dude who took part in mortification of the flesh to preserve the spirit, which is kind of what chemotherapy is like. Yeah. But instead of chemotherapy, uh, Charles de Bois-Châtillon uh, placed pebbles in his shoes, slept on straw instead of a bed, and confessed every night, which actually doesn't sound that bad, like a stone in your shoe and sleeping on straw. That's how you know if a princess is... Yeah. Hot, yeah, right? that's how you yeah. tell if a, if it's a real princess or a fake princess. Um but apparently he inspired loyalty by his religious fervor. Um but he sometimes went a bit too far. So he got captured by the English and spent nine years as a prisoner. And during his time there, he used to visit English graveyards and pray for the English people there. And he asked his squire to take part in the prayers, like praying for the souls of these dead people. Well, that guitar is a squire. I'm not even kidding. Um, this is a great the squire was like, no, saying, quote, the men who were buried at the English graveyards had killed his parents and friends and burned their houses. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> can, can I go back to the large bee cells? These are large bees. Yep. Oh, no, like like massive, like hornets. Like the, are we talking bumblebees? Yeah, yeah more like murder hornets, but with the fluffy yeah. butts of a bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, when they get in your cells, it's really bad. They explode the cell walls and stuff. It's quite right. messy. And the guy's name was Chatelon. Charles de Blois-Châtillon. Whoa, that's cool. What was yeah. your fact? Uh, that <laughs> Mark Hoppus declared himself cancer-free on the same day of Charles de Blois-Châtillon. And what day is that? Mm, September 29th and also just the fact that he accidentally it's kind of an adorably boomer thing to do like he was 49 when it happened um and he just he sent an instagram message that was just supposed to go to his friends but he accidentally put it on his public story which is just kind of a bit cute oh and right. i should point out that um charles was born in 1337 13, so he's quite old yeah that's like leet leet yep yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very neat. 
Very good. Oh, and Jen, I love the fact that you did a cancer fact. Typical. Moving on. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Literally one of three interesting things about this guy. <laughs> oh, stop. He's my he favorite member of the band, Jen. He seems like a very in, like unproblematic, chill person, which is lovely, but also very difficult to research fun facts on. You watch your goddamn yeah. mouth. <laughs> bees. He's got bees. bees. <laughs> exactly, and that's one of the things I brought Joke's up. Not on board. <laughs> Tom, I want a fact, please. Uh, I can give you a fact. So, you know how I mentioned that uh, <clears throat> his car, his, uh, Tom DeLonge's company, To The Stars, uh, was having some financial difficulties. Mm -hmm. um, those financial difficulties maybe no more because they've just announced, uh, in 2019, they announced that they were entering into a cooperative research and development agreement with the United States Army Combat Capabilities <laughs> Development Command. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they claim to it's 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 kind of a lot to unpick, but basically they claim that they've that they've purchased or found like alien related metamaterials that are made of like bismuth and tungsten and aluminium. And that when like the right things happen, they've got like uh lifting like anti-gravity stuff and anti-inertia <gasps> stuff. And so they're actually literally in a partnership with the US Army. Um <laughs> to look at metamaterials like beamed energy propulsion uh, <laughs> active camouflage um, so yeah they may they may well be like massive arms dealers in the future with their alien technology <laughs> amazing this tom so i love cool. it uh. kenny one more fact please um if you've seen photos of travis barker you'll notice that he has uh tattoos all over his body um so um, to get to all of this, he needed to go through lots of, sorry, all of this was the vague reference. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ken. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, he uh, needed to go through quite severe uh, tattooing and all that sort of stuff. But he did it with a goal in mind. He said to himself that if he was tattooed all over, no one would hire him except for a band, right? So he'd have <laughs> to get really good. And that way he'd have to be brought into this process and yeah fo fully focused and lo and behold it worked for him um there's probably a bit of survivorship bias happening here like i wouldn't recommend this to <laughs> up and coming musicians out there but um yeah it, it's definitely a go uh, despite that despite looking fully tattered and everything he's deeply catholic he grew up singing madrigals in high school and all sorts of things like yeah but and he still he's prays with his kids and He's very fam famously um, did lots of marching band stuff. That's what his drum style is like. And he did, um, he was in, uh, he was a garbage man before he, mm -hmm. when he that joined man. the band. Great, Kenny. I love facts about Travis Barker, which is great because that's exactly what you've done. Oh. So I want a one sentence fact from each of you. We'll start with Tom. Uh, Tom DeLong was responsible for Mark Hoppus and his wife's first date because he said, hey, you want to go on a date with Mark? And Sky, his wife, looked at Mark Hoppus and said, no. And that's how the <laughs> relationship started. Uh, so with Reckless Abandon, um, right. Travis Barker has gone completely hardcore vegan. <gasps> Ooh. Proving that love is dangerous, uh, Mark Hoppus's birthday is the same day as the premiere of The Godfather. It's the same day, oh, David. Day, David. Amazing. Oh. This has been my favourite episode we've ever done of this. There's no time to go back what through is your my... Guys, what is your favourite of Sam's facts that he's given us? <laughs> I like the garbage man facts. <clears throat> um, yeah, these are genuinely one of, 
tuning on my phone but the first ever band I was in was a Blink-182 covers band I played the bass and sang a la Mark Hoppus hence why he is my favourite and hence why Jen is not going to win this episode <laughs> um, I am and I've written this down before um, Tom Adams is winning the episode because he said it was quite a way before 9-11 and that made me laugh Tom take it away <laughs> well done <laughs> Thank you. Uh, once again, other than it was good planning, works in my favor, particularly around 9 11. Uh, thank you. All right. Good. I deserve this. You do deserve it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, please watch and subscribe and like and do all that things. And come watch Blink 182 with me live on tour in Auckland at Christchurch in 2024. I'm so excited. Let's do it. <laughs>